What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 186 this week. Featuring another episode, we got Roberto Montoya out of Austin, and his group is called Icons of Industry. Uh, they are, in essence, a collective of musicians led by Roberto, uh, whose passion for theology and thought-provoking lyrics direct the band's message and sound. Uh, the band is heavily influenced uh, by a spectrum of genres, but is primarily rock. I featured two songs. Uh, one is called Flames of Change, and that's the latest by Icons of Industry. And then the other is called Arcadia by Roberto Montoya himself. Uh, he also releases music under his namesake. But uh, yeah, if you like either of them, you can find them on all the usual streaming platforms and uh, definitely check them out on the socials as well. But uh, regardless, uh, wherever you're listening in from, um, thanks for listening and thanks for supporting local music and all that stuff. We all definitely appreciate it and uh, hopefully yourself are doing well. Um, personal news and notes, all I got this week is I will be acoustic at CVP in Towson tonight. Friday night around uh, 6 to 9, something like that. And then uh, three things I always mention on the show is that uh, Part-Time Rockstar Productions is the video arm of the podcast. And we do a lot of music videos and video content, so if you need any of that stuff, we can hook it up. And then um, there's also a Shopify store for the podcast as well with some merch. And then Truly Strings is the sponsor of the show. And uh, you can find Truly Strings on Instagram. It's based out of Laurel, Maryland, where I take all my guitars. Without any further ado, we get to the conversation with Roberto. Austin, right? Yeah. Right on. It's one of my one of my uh, favorite cities by far. I try to make oh, it down yeah. at least once a year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw your post on one of the Austin groups, so I just assumed that you were in Austin. So. Yeah, I'm actually um, closer to Baltimore, D.C., yeah. kind of in between yeah. the two. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, what you been up to today? Just hanging out. Yeah, actually, I'm looking for work right now. 
I was hit with a layoff a couple of weeks ago. So sucks. Been hitting it hard. Yeah, I got some leads. I'm hoping to close something next week. So yeah. What yeah. do you uh, do if you don't mind me asking? Uh, software architect, engineer, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess. I mean, being in Austin seems like that's a good spot for it. But then again, you don't really probably even need to be where you work, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've been remote for like 20 years. Uh, yeah. But but actually, that is the reason why I came to Austin because of the music and the tech kind of merging. Merging. Yeah. So yeah. it seemed like the perfect place. And I've been here for like 20 some years now, 23 years or so in Austin. Wow. Yeah. I guess you've <laughs> seen the, the metamorphosis for sure. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's almost unrecognizable. You go, there's pockets here and there where you can still see like old Austin, but yeah. you know, it's all right. Yeah. It's wild. Every year I come down, it's like something new, new block has yeah. been like taken over in just like a short period of time. It's like, Oh, there, yeah. an apartment building one there before, no, or yeah. I guess that bar's gone or whatever. Yeah. Especially like, like East Austin is a great example of that. I feel like, um, just whenever you cross over Sixth Street under the the highway, yeah, it's like so I love all the bars over there, but um, but yeah, it's cool, man. I was checking out uh checking out your stuff and uh, right. checking out. I like the music videos. It's usually what yeah, I yeah yeah music videos. I that's a huge part of what what I'm doing is like working with you know up and coming videographers and and directors and kind of and letting them. Kind of bring up especially guys that haven't worked with i saw you commented on, on one of the on the brave heuristic video yeah so so the director on that one had never done a rock video he's he's done a lot of hip-hop right so on. it was cool to work with him and kind of get his take on what you know he actually did another song he another song before this one and then that was his first video with us it was more it was more rock this one has a i did a collab with a hip-hop guy but anyway so his like his take on rock videos was interesting because he's you know a hip i think a hip-hop video is a different aesthetic and a different vibe you know so anyway i like working with guys like young guys are coming up and seeing what they could do yeah yeah it was a cool mix um which part of the video aspect do you do are you on the editing side so uh i, I guess i would consider myself the executive producer right so in other words right. i fund yeah. it i fund it and i and i have oversight over the general direction I let the I let the the directors or videographers kind of do their thing, but ultimately I have final say on the creative direction and like, especially yeah. when it comes to like, uh, you know, uh, color grading and things. I like I had like a certain vibe, you know. So I kind of I like to weigh in on that, but I don't like to step on their toes. I like to let them do their thing and kind of give them yeah. as much freedom as as I can give them with, within the constraints of my vision, right? Of course. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, I've been on all sides of, uh, I guess you could say, the production of doing them yeah. now, and like, obviously started on just the just the music side, so it wasn't really involved with anything other than, like you said, maybe writing a script or a screenplay. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm trying to do them for other people, just learning how cool. to shoot and learning how to edit, and it's yeah. pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, I do some editing here and there. I mean, I got like Adobe Premiere Pro and all that, but. I don't yeah. for for the videos that I put out, especially the like the ones on the main section of official videos. Like I don't do any of those. I do like the maybe the B roll stuff or like you know some visualizers yeah. or something. I'll do something like that, but I'll I, I won't put any of my stuff up in the in the main lane there. 
Yeah. And when you say the main lane, you mean uh, the icons of industry. Yeah, page. yeah. On the, like yeah. on the YouTube, like the official yeah. music videos, like all that. None of that's my stuff. Right. What's yeah. your stuff then? Uh, like for example, where is it? Do you have um, a, your own page? No, no. In in the so I have different. If you look at the YouTube page, there's like music videos, and there's like behind the music. There's different sections on the main YouTube ah. homepage. I try to yeah. organize it, you know what I mean, by by like bonus, like bonus creative. I I do stuff in there. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I actually um didn't quite uh get into your page as much as I yeah, meant to. Yeah, if you go to the homepage, there's different what I call lanes, right? The rows, like yeah. very top one is music videos. Those are all the official ones. So those are other guys, producers and directors and stuff, videographers. Yeah. And then, okay, and then there's right like on. behind the music and stuff. Yeah. I just Live. noticed, I noticed now too digging in that there's a, there's a level series like level one through yeah. seven. Yeah. So that is, that is a, a collaboration that I'm doing with a young uh, electronic music producer from Austin. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I've kind of have two brands, right? So Icons yeah. of Industry is my main prog thing with like rock and or orchestration. Then I have this independent kind of underground indie dance thing that I'm doing. So the level, the level series is an album called Neon Ballet that I worked on with the producer. Uh, it's like a 10 track album that that's based on eighties arcade culture. So yeah, it looks uh, really cool actually. Yeah. We worked on it together and then we put out these visualizers, official visualizers for that. And then we just released an album called the, uh, and actually I have, here, let me show you some, Oh yeah. Check this out. I've got this. We released this limited edition cassette, dude. Check it out. Oh, that's badass. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, we designed the cover art and everything and, and then the, I mean, they actually work, right? They, you can see yeah. tape deck and play them and everything. So doing stuff like that is fun. Yeah. I mean, these days you got to try everything you can to yeah, you know, well, get, just get fun, the merch you know? out there. Well, going but, on with, you know, going along with your theme of part-time, you know, when I saw that thing at part-time yeah. rockstar, I'm like, hey, that's me. I'm a part-time yeah. rockstar. <laughs> so I figured I'd hit you up because it's like perfect, exactly what I'm doing. So, you know, I don't I don't rely on the music yeah. for, for making a living. So I'm, I have a lot of freedom to just do whatever I want, yeah. uh, release the music that I want to make. And I, you know, I, I have a kind of a Rolodex of some people that I work with, like high-end mixing engineers and, and, and producers that help me with my music. But mm -hmm. I write the music and arrange it, and then I, I bring together musicians from all over the world, really. I don't know how, how deep you got in the catalog, but, I mean, I work with guys from Portugal. I work with guys from, you know, yeah. Slovakia and anywhere, a lot of places. And I, and I like to kind of, in when I put my track out, kind of spell out where everyone's from. Uh, but I, I then I bring it all together and then do a rough mix, and then I send those stems off to the guys that I work with that are, like I said, multi-platinum uh, yeah. engineers and stuff. And then they, they'll mix it and produce it. And then, uh, and then that's what I release normally under the icon stuff. That's fun. So, yeah. yeah. And um, under the icon stuff, I mean, uh, it looks like you guys, I watched uh, a few of the music videos. They're all real well done. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, you are the primary singer songwriter obviously yeah yeah exactly and, and uh, i don't know how many you sample but they 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 normally kind of vary quite yeah quite a bit with each other right so you get some really hard rock stuff and then you'll get like cinematic stuff like silver shores is like super yeah. 
expansive. It's like a six minute or six and a half minute track, very cinematic with different movements and stuff. Or you can have like a straight just grunge thing like New Wine. And then like the one that you commented on, Brave Heuristic, that's like a hybrid hip hop with, you know, I guess you would say yeah. pop rock stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was, was fun. Which, uh, uh, yeah, which has been, it's been interesting because I've, I've talked to a couple of like independent label people and they tell me like that I should focus on a lane. Like they say, huh, look, you yeah. know, your music's cool and everything, but if you want to kind of go to the next step, you really should pick a lane and, and then hone in on it and then kind of go from there. So, and I take that point. I think that's a valid point. Uh, but I just have, I just have a lot of interests that I want to pursue. So I, it's been, it's been hard. I haven't really tried that hard, but you know, I've, I don't know. This yeah. doesn't sound like something I want to do. I want to just yeah. keep doing, <laughs> I just want to keep making the music I want, but. Yeah. I mean, we could definitely talk extensively probably about like, you know, the philosophical ramifications of, creativity yeah and and what you really want out of it exactly it's easy to maybe lose sight of that sometimes right. when you start working on a project and kind of forget what it was you were trying to do in the first yeah, place like, what am i doing this for again yeah <laughs> um so i feel like that's a pretty common theme but since you yeah. don't have the don't have the pressure of anyone else you know forcing you to do anything i mean mm -hmm. recommendations are one thing i guess but right as well might as well experiment and see what yeah there's there's a song that i have on there called uh the wheels will turn so I, that one we went into a studio to record the drums because i have a, i don't know if you can see my setup so i've got a little studio set up here yeah uh, so i can record vocals guitar bass and, and not except drums so i don't have i might have the room in, in other places of the house but i don't have microphones and all that so anyway we go into yeah. I, I usually go into the studio for drums and in that case, and there's actually a video with the footage of us in the studio uh, recording that song. But I work with a guy named Kevin Gutierrez on that. Uh, he's a producer and a, and a mixing engineer. And I and I actually turned over a little bit of the creative reins to him and apprehensively. Uh, and he yeah. had some really, really good. He, really, he brought some really good insights and things that I, when I fir first heard his ideas, I didn't I actually didn't like them because I they were not what I had in my head. But then mm. as I heard his mix, his rough mix and stuff, I was like, wow, that actually works better than what I had in mind. So I'm kind of, you know, I realize that producers have their place and, and there's a reason why people pay those guys because they have yeah. certain insights and, and and they can see music in a certain way that maybe the artists, even the artists themselves can't see. So I want to I want to get more into that, like work with more producers, really, uh, yeah. as opposed to straightly just mix engineers that will just mix your track. Uh, so I, I'd like to get maybe work with some more guys like that and see what they can do with with my with the music and maybe maybe take it into a, into another direction that's better you know so yeah i mean i think when you find somebody you work well with i mean that's that's worth a lot yeah. just because it's like yeah it opens up a lot of doors creatively because right learn new you things know and... uh, of like the people i've worked with it's like as to who are good at producing around here it's just like i don't know i think that they just hear so much stuff that to them yeah. you know what seems like a really obvious cool chord change to you is like whoa i never would have thought about that and they're just like yeah we do this every day you know <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah. um you know yeah and, and so exactly. 
Yeah. Or they they just have a different perspective, you know, because they different hear a lot of stuff. Yeah. So. So yeah, that's, it, that's something I want to get into more. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like as long as both sides are flexible, then it's fun. If, yeah. one, if one side, whether it's the producer or the artist, is like rigid, then it's just you know probably not going to work. So not well. going to work. Yeah. But yeah. um. But yeah, I guess uh, you guys would be Christian rock or not so so i'm a christian right so yeah. I, I, but but i don't work exclusively with other christians and i've worked there's been so uh icons of industry i call it a collective right as mm. opposed to like a band and the difference being it's mainly so people come in and out so i've got yeah. i've got a few people in austin that, that i like to work with but there'll be guys will come in and do session work and then get, get out and then so everyone's uh, yeah. has different schedules and i and i do work with with several full-time musicians who that's what they do right so yeah. i'm a part-time music uh, rock star or whatever but i i work with people who are full-time rock stars right so yeah depending on people's schedules and all that uh it can get challenging so i in this collective model it just gives me the the ability to 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 work with a lot of different people the the flip side of that is if i want to do some live shows then i got to put together a team and then of yeah. course you don't have that that chemistry and that history that you, that a band would build over the years and then yeah. you get really solid and tight so i i lose out on that right but the, but but i i on the other side i gain flexibility yeah. in the studio and working with the best people that i can work with and so on and so forth so so it's a collective in that sense um and uh yeah, i don't know what i kind of lost track of the initial thought uh process i was that. just yeah, I was just talking about the genre, but I. Um, oh yeah, yeah, Christian rock, right? So I'm a Christian, yeah. but so I work with people that are not Christians. So I don't normally call it Christian rock, uh, because it's it's really what makes it Christian rock is I think the message, I guess, or you know, is there non-Christian yeah. rock? So that's the to your point about philosophical perspectives. You know, there's different schools of thought there. So right. I I don't make I don't make any qualms about the fact that I'm a Christian. Actually, if you go to my so the iconsofindustry.org site, it'll say right there plainly that I'm a theologian mm. and that I and then I, you know, preach the gospel of the Messiah. So in that sense, it's Christian. So so all my lyrics are coming from that worldview. Right? right. So the way I see the world through the Christian lens, I make judgments and I make observations and so on. And I make sense of, of the world through that lens. So my mm -hmm. lyrics are going to come from that perspective, just like anyone else. I mean, everybody has a worldview, right? Everyone does. There's yeah. no escaping that. So I just kind of own up to mine, and I can and I can justify mine, and I can, you know, defend it from from a logical and philosophical perspective. So I don't know. That's yeah, kind of I a mean, long explanation, but yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm a Christian, and my music has Christian-based lyrics. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, you're not under attack. You have to defend it too I have had to. Oh, I have okay. had to, and I've had people not want to work with me because of that. Fair so enough. that's where, yeah. Right. And, I, and I, you know, in a certain way, I, I, I can respect that because just like I'm not willing to make compromises, you know, I, I can appreciate other people who don't want to compromise their side. Right. Uh, so I've had people that, that didn't want to work with me because they see, oh, look, he's a Christian or, you know, mm -hmm. he's talking about theology. So I'm not down with that and I don't want anything to do with that. So. That's yeah. been an interesting challenge, uh, and an interesting kind of phenomenon to see that play out. But I've I've worked with people who are not Christians, and they and I work with them great, and we make music, and 
we kind of collaborate and all that. Yeah. 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 I guess I was just clarifying mostly like, you know how I guess you two, I think is like kind of at their core, a Christian rock band, but they don't. Catholics, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like that definitely comes through in pretty much every song in some way, shape or form mostly. And yet they sort of, I don't think they ever like declare themselves that, you know what I mean? And I don't know if that really, I don't think that matters really. It's just music at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, they've, they've sort of built a career on it. And so I wasn't sure. Sometimes within the genre, I feel like some people would go for a little bit more like, I don't know, different. They just have a different perspective or a different take on it. So yeah. that's all I was curious about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I think if you go to the YouTube page, like you won't really see anything that says like, hey, this is Christian content or anything. But right, yeah. If you read my lyrics, I think you'll get an idea. Because <laughs> yeah. I post my lyrics and all my stuff. I like to do that. So whenever... Uh, I put a video out. I'll, if, if there's lyrics on it, I'll put them right there in the description or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, yeah. I, I I grew up with like even a lot of guys I play with now uh, also kind of grew up in like the Christian rock band world because like around here we have like a lot of mega churches. Oh, so yeah. like okay. it is like I mean even, even my dad's been joking for his whole life that like we're not going to church we're going to the rock show or something. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, some of us would, would join in in there to learn how to play. And, like, you really – I never got into it too fully because yeah. I, I just actually didn't really like the music that much. But yeah. um, I respected it nonetheless. And a lot of my friends, I feel like, really got a lot of, like, experience of, like, playing to a pretty big crowd. You know what I mean? Like, and really getting, like, stage presence and everything from it. It's mm-hmm. kind of kind of wild. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was never really about the music. Right. right? So for me, the Christianity more about the message. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's like a, it's a core of who I am as a person, actually. Yeah. And then, of course, so since it's so foundational to me as a person, it's obviously going to express itself in my music, in my relationships, at right. work, you know, everywhere, yeah. really. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. Got to embody it. Um, so within all that, uh, Mm -hmm. the latest and greatest, uh, I guess is the latest single, which is flames of change. Flames of change. Yeah. And I kind of assume most, most likely you want to talk about that, although it doesn't need to be, um, usually people want to promote the latest and greatest thing put out. Right. Um, So on the icons of industry side, it's flames of change. And that came out, uh, I think, late last year. When was it? I don't even remember what the release date, but that's like, yeah, let's see. Yeah, so that was in September is when I, when I released that. So that one is a, it's going back to the Christian aspect. So that song, the, the concept of flames of change is a, it's from the book of Revelation. So it talks yeah. about, you know, judgment uh, about this the the great city it's called babylon which is the uh, the culmination of everything that that represents like rebellion against god so yeah. the city of babylon is like the the ultimate expression of like rebellion and and like you know we're not going to have yeah. you we're not going to have you be our you know rule over us and we don't want to you know you're you're not the boss of me kind of attitude uh 
So, right. so God in his, in his righteous anger executes judgment on that city and then burns it, basically burns it. Right. So, so flames and, and at the end, and at the end, the whole world is going to be brought under, under flames of judgment. So it, I take that theme and then I kind of build it out into a song and then, and then the, the juxtaposition of, because the people that hate God and God's enemies are going to be consumed and destroyed but at the same time, in that same expression, God's people, those who do love him, are going to be rejoicing. So this, this idea of like destruction and salvation meeting at this one place, and you have this joyful expression by, by the people of God in this terror and death of yeah. his enemies. I just find that fascinating. So Flames of Change kind of tries to touch on some of that. And of course, these are huge theological concepts and you have like a three or four minute song right so how much can you say (laughs) so so that's that's what's interesting for me is like what do i say and what can i latch on to that will convey that without trying to have a sermon you know so that's flames of change um i worked with a colombian jazz pianist named uh, lorena ramirez reese she -hmm. plays a jazz pianist she has her own stuff you can look her up on spotify so she's a jazz uh, keyboardist. So she plays piano. So the piano is a central instrument in that song. And then there's another uh, Ukrainian keyboardist, uh, Artur Lenevenko, uh, that is yeah. on there as well. So he sent me a piano track. But then when I got his MIDI file, I actually ran it through a, a harpsichord instrument. So you hear this harpsichord kind of instrument, nice. especially you hear in the very beginning. It's almost like a Beatles 1960s kind of vibe in the very beginning of the track. So that's him. That's Arthur, and then the the track kind of takes off, and it's got um, Jeremiah Douglas on bass. So he's doing like a funk yeah. uh, slap bass, and then I'm I'm playing uh, guitar and uh, electric and acoustic guitar, and of course vocals. And then a friend of mine, Jimmy uh, Valdez from Laredo, where I grew up, he's playing drums. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of that's the thing, yeah. And uh, there might be I think there's some other inst- uh, in, uh, musicians on there, like a percussionist from Spain, and, and but again, all the names of all the people that are on my tracks are all. If you go to Bandcamp, you'll see on the credits, you'll see everyone's name in there. Uh, nice. So that's Flames of Change. Yeah, uh, it's one of my favorite songs right now. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a heavy topic. It's cool. <laughs> it's heavy I uh, <laughs> so it's like very metal almost, but yeah. uh, you know, like yeah. I also like to try to like synthesize stuff down to a lyrical form. And it's like you said, what, how do you read a 300 page book or chapter and and distill it down to something? To me, it's actually very sort of like something sort of academic about it. Almost like writing a college paper, maybe almost right. Exactly. But then, but then of course, within the constraints of a song, you have things like meter, yeah, and you have it's like rhyme, so so it's even more constrained because you have right. you're, you're singing it right. So that's it's even I think it, even more of a challenge. But anyway, so yeah, that that's something that I and some of the songs are not like I said, not all of them are that heavy. Like the the one before that is called "The Wheels Will Turn." That's more of a like a fictional idea of this person who's going under anxiety. He hears someone yeah. knocking at the door and he starts freaking out and, and his mind mm. runs wild. Like who is that? And he starts getting paranoid. So, so I have songs like that. So there, there, there's different, you know, topics, fictional nice. and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I got to brush up on uh, revelations then too, because I think I thought that, uh, Babylon was actually, you know, like obviously historically, maybe one of the first known human cities. And 
metaphorically, I thought that it represented the middle finger to God or to, I guess, I don't know, whatever spiritual entity you want to pick. I thought that's actually how the dawn of human civilization was depicted. Maybe maybe not biblically, but maybe more metaphorically. I can't remember if that was in the yeah, Bible so, or not. Yeah, so yeah, so Babel so, so Babel is is one of the is an area where rebellion first occurred like in the in the early parts of the Bible in, in the book of Genesis. Right. So maybe that's it was what called I'm Babel, right? So not uh, not Babylon, but that's it's kind of that that thread continues and at the end the city's called Babylon. It's just it's called the Great City. And it's also yeah. called, you know, the where the prostitute is called the prostitute, right? So to con the yeah. you know, the church is known as the bride of Christ, like in purity, and it's it's she's the bride, and then yeah. Babylon is like the harlot, right? She's the prostitute who who prostitutes herself with with even with the religious system of the world, which is interesting. So the religious organizations, you know, like the corrupt, yeah. the corrupt religion, uh, religious systems of the world you know, have fornication with this prostitute known as Babylon. Yeah, it's. I think that's one of the things that, like, uh, kind of, uh, I don't want to say disturbed me. I feel like maybe that's too strong of a word. But one thing I was slightly concerned about when I was a kid was that, you know, the band in particular at the, like, the youth group or the main church would really bring kids in and very sort of brainwashy way almost a hypnosis yeah and from a young age it just kind of bothered me that it felt like the kids weren't coming there on their own volition obviously mm -hmm. and you know you got to give kids guidance i'm not saying don't take them to church or something but right. okay. <laughs> at the same time i just couldn't wrap my head around like are they really here because like they made up their own thoughts and opinions or are they just kind of being force fed something here right and it just like like i don't know i feel better about it now as an adult yeah but, but that's 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 actually a good oh. point brett because i remember there's there, i'm not going to name the church right but there's a yeah. mega church in austin yeah and i remember going, i remember going there and taking my family and i was going to take my kids to the kind of the youth area right. and i saw like on the wall of the of the youth uh room they have yeah. like you know what was supposed to be like the apostle paul and jesus and mary and they were like super like superheroes like you have yeah. like like paul yeah. with a cape dude with you know with a big p or something and he's like he's all he's all like ripped and he's like and some and i'm and i it really it broke my heart man because i'm thinking this has absolutely nothing to do with the historical accounts yeah. that we have in the scriptures so so we're we're making it into a so what you're saying is that the Bible is a comic book, or what are you saying? So I couldn't yeah. wrap my head around that, dude. And it, and it really, it, I said, I left, dude. I actually started weeping, and I took my family, and we took, out, we left that place because it was so, it just blew yeah. my mind that they were that they were representing it like that. And I'm like, I don't want my kids here. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, and, and maybe there's well intentions there, but but to your point, I don't think Christianity doesn't have to be uh, dressed up. Like it is what it is, and it, and either you oh, yeah. accept it. For what it is or you reject it for what it is we we don't have the right to to masquerade it into something to try and trick people or or like yeah. seduce people with something because it doesn't need that it could stand on its own and either you take it or you leave it right so that's that's my perspective yeah yeah and i i don't know like i don't know what the answer is 
for, 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 especially for kids in general. I feel like yeah. when you come to something like religion as an adult, you've pretty much made up your mind one way or the other. And I don't know, you need it or you don't or whatever the thing may be. But I just get a little bummed, I think, because, you know, like, again, a lot of my friends maybe who are in that environment got so turned off to it that, yeah. like, they felt like, you know, it caused them harm and they're just completely, you know, anti-religion. And it's yeah. like, well, you know, I guess ultimately you make up your own mind, your own choices, but it's just a bummer that like some churches kind of have that effect, you know, on people. Right. Cause yeah. I, I don't think at its core religion or spirituality or anything should be like that, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, humans have a way of messing stuff up, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's the way of the road, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, that's cool. It seems like it yeah. uh, it keeps you sane, keeps you positive, keeps yeah, you focused. Keeps, keeps so, focused. Yeah. Uh, when you say you were a theolo- can't even say it. theologian, did you go to school yeah. for that, or did you? No, just... uh, no, I didn't, and I actually didn't even go to school for software engineering. So, so nice. the skills that I have, it's yeah. all kind of been my own passion and, and I pursue it with like, with a, with a vigor. Right. And so I study it yeah. and I, and I dedicate time to it, but I, yeah, I didn't go to school for music. I didn't go to school for engineering. I didn't go to school for theology, but I consider myself capable in those areas. And, and, uh, right. yeah. you know, like for example, with engineering, people pay me good money to do stuff. Cause I know how to do stuff. So anyway, yeah. So with so theology, it's more of, of just you know personal study and and things like that. Yeah, it's awesome. I <laughs> think uh, I think you use the operative word there, passion. So passion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I take you... and I take it seriously, right? That's that's what I mean by yeah. that. Like it's it's more than just a hobby. It's it's really a something that I just really dedicate time to and focus on. Right on. Yeah. Well. Um, Zoom's gonna kick me off here in okay. a couple minutes, but yeah. um, it seems like should... we didn't talk about music that much. <laughs> Spent a lot of time yeah. on the, but that's I, good, right? I, uh, I don't know how to pitch what it is I do exactly to people on this, yeah. other than to say maybe listen to an episode and you'll get the idea. Yeah. I, I don't know if you're familiar with like Joe Rogan's podcast or whatever. He's I've the... seen a few. Ep- I've seen a few episodes. Yeah, he's the popular one or whatever but like yeah i know some people come in with more scripted questions and do a lot of homework i i guess i just try to let it be what it's gonna be just yeah. have a regular conversation and well you saw you saw one video and you commented so that's something <laughs> <laughs> well, i did watch more than one but yeah, yeah, okay <laughs> um no, but I just mean, I guess maybe yeah. personally, I get a little bored if I would just come in and be like, all right, this is what we're going to talk about. Even yeah. if it's all music based. And right. I, I'm like, sometimes no, cool. if people want to talk, talk about all music, I'm down. Yeah. But then oftentimes, you know, like we, I would talk to some, uh, a couple and they were both neurosciences scientists. Mm. So I was like, honestly, this is going to be way more fun to talk about <laughs> in my own head than than uh, music since that's yeah. kind of what i talk about most that's cool. all right and i often I like joke it. that talking about music is like dancing about architecture as okay. someone once said <laughs> but um saying all that uh, if all there right. was something that i didn't 
mention or didn't ask that you wanted to talk about uh, to close it out. Okay. Um, yeah, just, you know, go to the website, iconsofindustry.org. And from there, you can kind of jump off to YouTube. At the top, there's a bunch of links, YouTube, yeah. Instagram, and all that. And then I've got my Roberto Montoya music, which I'm doing more on the electronic side. But it's all kind of, if you go to iconsofindustry.org, you can kind of leap off. And you can go as deep as you want or as shallow yeah. as you want. Yeah. That's right pretty on. much it. Yeah. So I guess I'll put Flames of Change on here since that's awesome. the brand spanking new one and then uh uh usually i try to do more than one like uh i mean it doesn't matter i could do one song or i could do two sometimes i do one song at the front of yeah. the conversation and one so maybe we end. could do uh flames of change and one of um, those uh bonus level tracks that you talked about like pick one of those for for my electronics right. so if, if you have All right. if you only have room for one then oh, just yeah. do flames of change that, that could be Okay. I definitely got room for two. Yeah, I don't know. Two's cool. Three yeah, is, so, three so is kind let's of say let's it, say usually. flames of change and let's see which one would be a good one. Uh, yeah, maybe like level two is a good one. Or level eight. Yeah. One of those. All right. Cool. Yeah, actually if you wouldn't mind okay. sending me the MP3. Yeah, yeah, I could be, do that. That would be ideal. I could do that. So all right, Brett. Awesome. And uh, yeah, hopefully, man. yeah, we cross paths. I, um, like I said, I was down for last year's South by, and I was thought I was going to be there this year, although that mm -hmm. seems a little bit more up in the air now. So, yeah, well, you got you got my not sure, my contact info. Obviously, just next reach time out if you're in town, we can grab some barbecue, drink a beer, and chat yeah. some more. Oh, oh yeah, forgot my to ask what your favorite truck. food truck is. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I like La Barbecue, LA, LA BBQ. So that's mm. my favorite barbecue joint. And then I just, yeah. I like to hit like taco trucks. There's one out of a, that's run out of a tire shop on, on yeah. Lamar. That's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Yeah. Love, love the food truck scene yeah. for sure. I, <laughs> yeah. it's so good. Yeah. I, uh, I was go, I guess. Near yeah, Franklin's, I'm sure you're familiar with. Um, we would go to the Quickie Picky really? a lot. That was kind of our spot. Okay. It's like a convenience store. Yeah. It's a little farther up okay. from there on the same street. And uh, yeah, they have like a bar in there and they make nice. tacos and it's pretty I don't awesome. I haven't been there yet. So. <laughs> no. You All see right. it. Definitely worth cool. a stop. <laughs> but. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll get this out and probably, okay. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. I'll send you the MP3 right links for those tracks. Yep. All right. Sweet. Okay, man. Yep. All right, man. Later. It's a good conversation. Appreciate it. Come on in. It's almost another world here in the video arcades of America. Level 8. So, yeah, I want to thank uh, Roberto for coming on the show and thank you for listening. The song that you're hearing in the background is called Arcadia by Roberto Montoya. 